Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Welcome back, listeners. This is Andrew. This is Don Johnson. This is James. And this is Jack. And welcome back to the only podcast that matters. Hey, where did Corey go? I heard Don Johnson. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck happens? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, bitch. Here's my stand-in. Oh, okay. Your vo- voice He's looking voice-ul? for a heartbeat. Voice-ul? He had Try one again. job to say, this is Corey, and he says his own fucking name. What a re. <laughs> what a re. Anyway. What's, what's the show about today, Jack? This show is about the recent news of the Disney acquisition of Lucasfilm. Another Saga cast. Saga yeah. cast 2, A New Hope. Well, a yeah, hope. actually, yes. yes. I guess that's fitting. Yes. Chris gave me that title idea, so kudos, Chris. Yeah, I think he got it from Star Wars. Good job, Chris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, stole, he stole something from me. Chris, oh, Chris you owe $4,000 to George Lucas. <laughs> Just in, go A New Hope, in interest right? alone. Yeah, right? How, many, how much money is it per letter? No, but anyway, there is a big debate over whether or not the acquisition is a good or a bad thing for the franchise because it is a franchise now. It's no longer a solid. Well, just in, my in general, mind. I mean, it's Lucas just is- the property itself. Well, he owns everything now. He owns Star Wars. He owns Indiana Who is Jones. He? Who is he? I'm sorry, Disney Mickey Mouse. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, Disney owns Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Howard the Duck, if they really want to go that avenue of Howard oh, the Duck. Oh man, yeah, I every, every IP that it. Lucasfilms ever created, they Willow. Own. Everything. Willow, really? Right. The, I, know, I know they don't yeah. own any of the, the sound stuff. I know George kept all the, the graphics and the sound stuff. Industrial, industrial Skywalker magic. sounds and all that. That's his own property. You have right. to pay separately for that, huh? Yeah, yes. those, 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 no, are, those wow. are separate. Lucas Actually, film is just the property. Most, most of the money George gets is not from Lucasfilms. Most of the money he gets is from his graphics company. Industrial Light and Magic. They right. do everything for every movie. Every big summer blockbuster will have... Some, Industrial Light Magic's uh, work. Yeah, the Avengers. Yeah. That's Industrial Light Magic. All the Marvel movies, for, for that matter. Yeah. Pretty much every big summer movie will be Industrial Light Magic. There's ver- there's a couple other effect that, houses, that, but that's the that, top that one. THX. Is that, is it that's the sound. That's, like, just that's his sound right? company for his, um, his own personal theatrical sound system that, that seemed to just revolutionize. Don't they the use that video experience. games as well? They yeah. yeah. They do, right? It's yeah. been adopted to everything. It's actually it's, it's a, the top it's a standard, quality it's sound. It's standard now. Like right. um, that is amazing. Mi- you can get microphones that are THX certified. I, I had no idea that was all him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was impressive. his first movie, right? First movie. THX 1138. That was his art house movie. Okay. So he, there's actually a reference in every one of his films. 1138. Mm-hmm. Like in Star, every Star Wars film has some 1138 Indiana Jones robot or yeah. something like that. That, I, that much. Now I'm going to be looking for that in every movie I watch. Yes, yeah. if you watch all the Star Wars movies or American Graffiti or the, the movies he's directed specifically or has right. created, the 1138 
appears somehow. In American Graffiti, it's on the, one of the Corvette license plates. Huh. In Star Wars, they say it's uh, one of the Stormtroopers' call numbers. So it, it's in there. It's mixed in. Now, Very cool. With the whole acquisition of Lucasfilms, I uh, I really like how the first thing they they announced almost immediately after the, the, the deal seven. was fine finalized was that we're making another Star Wars movie. That would have well, been not sh- just one, three. That right, would that would have been they, everybody's first question is like new Star Wars. Fuck yeah! Right, but why would why would <laughs> they much. buy yeah. why would they buy Lucasfilms if they're not going to continue Darth that Mickey IP? Has to get money. Well, <laughs> they sold Lucas sold it because. Quite frankly, it's something that he wanted to do. He wanted to retire and do little art house movies that nobody will probably ever see, but there's own personal projects. And in order to keep the brand of Star Wars alive, it had to be. He wanted to put it in capable hands. Look at what Disney's done for, for Marvel decades. Marvel, Pixar. I mean, Pixar was a big name with Toy Story when it first hit, but they didn't own Pixar. They acquired it, I think, uh, about ten years ago. Or yeah, I, Steve Jobs actually helped that out. Yeah, he was the one who started finalized Pixar it because yeah. there was a legal battle for a while between Pixar and Disney over mm-hmm. the rights to the characters and stories, and if the Pixar if right, if there Pixar, was a point where they almost separated, and Pixar made almost made its own movies, and Disney was going to make its own movies. Yes, yeah. Yeah. but they would have owned like the Toy Story character. The, everything that they would have had. Disney would have had rights to do whatever they wanted, like direct-to-DVD movies, stuff like that, and it was heartbreaking for Pixar. Yeah, it was heartbreaking for them because they wanted to have control over their own property, but then they negotiated that deal, and mm-hmm. it, it's a great mutual partnership. And then Marvel, which three years ago when that happened, if you told me that it was going to be spectac- like this great spectacular thing i wouldn't have believed you because no, i would have laughed in your face yeah because yeah. i remember when that happened and i told chris like are you fucking kidding me they're gonna make all these characters and like family movies and all this corny shit like g-rated yeah mm-hmm. yeah like, how could this Your happen disney style stuff and exactly. it did not happen that way and it came out thank god rather awesome right? and hilarious they, they, have, they <laughs> have the budget for it they have the connections they have the to high-end you know directors writers Artists, they have some of the best deep costume pockets. design. Yeah, deep pockets. Essentially, they could do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Right, they have the best contacts of probably of any company to make any kind of movie they need. I mean, if for a company that made cartoons originally to delve into really high end live action, live action movies. More yeah. recently, too, especially the when the graphics is so good now, it's it's simple. I mean, it was a really it's a perfect marriage. Right, and, and and people thought that you know we're gonna they're gonna dumb it down. They're gonna make it more PG. Uh, they really didn't do it, actually. Now, was, Iron, was Iron Man their first? No, uh, no. The, the Avengers was their official first Disney-released motion Marvel. picture. Oh, the others, yeah. I mean, they're still contracted with Paramount, as far as I know, to work as a Paramount's a distributor. Since okay. Marvel's its own company, Marvel wasn't acquired until 2009, so Iron Man was 2008. Yes. And so, once this happened, all the other films were already signed, ready to go. Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America were ready to be made. But Disney's first project with Marvel was the Avengers motion picture, which was completely, which honestly, going into it, I don't think any of us could have thought how great that movie was going to be. Like, it's really hard to, to put all those characters together in one like cohesive piece where everybody gets mass- highlighted. You know, yeah, they're massive characters by themselves. I mean, Iron Man obviously has had the best run out of those single movies that have come out, and Iron Man 3 is now coming out. When is that due, Corey? May 3rd. May 3rd. May 3rd. Which, of course, I'm going to go... Now, is that going to be a Marvel-Disney thing? Everything yeah. going forward from, from the Avengers on. on is Marvel. Paramount's a distributor, but Marvel-Disney is the complete parent, parent of this. Parent company. Forever. Okay. So, forever. <laughs> forever. 
for as so long now as I mean know. all of them will right. be in 3D. All of them will have the Disney Studios at the end of it. All of them will be under Disney's creative control. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be. Oh, we're just going to make a fun, happy Iron Man movie. No, the next Iron Man film looks completely dark. Like it does look a little darker. It looks like it's going to be a, a tough fight for Tony Stark. I wonder. I wonder if Bruce Banner will be in it at all. That'd be interesting. Oh, there's rumors that there'll be many appearances. I want another Hulk movie. I love the Ed Norton version. Robert that Downey my... Jr. wants a Hulk Iron Man movie. That's what he said. He what wants the two of them. They should do a Hulk Wolverine movie. Wow. That would never happen. No, uh, I don't they, know. They can't. I don't know about no, Fox, Fox owns Wolverine, I know. And Sony still owns Spider-Man, and eventually they want Spider-Man to join the Avengers, which well, would be... it's supposed to be. That, yeah, th- this current Spider-Man, not Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Right, uh-huh. which might happen. They might come with a come to a partnership with it, but... They don't really want to share that much of the money with another company, mm-hmm. so that's the part they're probably they have to negotiate. Okay, but I, I still have not seen as of this recording. I have not seen the Spider-Man movie, the Amazing the, Spider-Man, the Amazing, the Spider-Man. best one. Neither, neither is Jimmy though. No, I have not yet. So uh, we're, we're gonna have I to do, do that. I do. It looks interesting though. I'd yeah, like it's the best rent, Spider-Man. I have to rent this. I mean, granted, it. the other three were okay. I mean, there's elements of the no, other three. No, there's elements of the other ones that work. But this one completely rewrote the origins and just did an amazing job. No, no, the third one was terrible. It was. It was a big sack of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen yes, worse movies in Spider-Man 3. They nope. forced everything in the third one. It was they a really very studio-controlled movie. You can tell when you watch that because they threw well, every big character. Yeah, I'm so glad that they decided just to scrap the fourth movie instead of well, caving we, in and doing... Like I'm glad uh, Sam Raimi decided to stand his ground and say, no, I'm not going to listen to what you want to do. And if this isn't going to happen, I'm not doing it. Wait, what? And they just canceled the whole thing. They, when they originally, they were going to make a fourth Spider-Man. They had it all in pre-production. Like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Okay. They, they were, were both signed ready 4. to go, come back. Yeah, Tobey Maguire was signed and ready to go. They just hadn't come up with a script yet. Sam Raimi wanted to go with one particular villain. I think he was called the Vulture. Yes. And pretty much uh, the studio wanted any other villain besides the Vulture. And really? They were at an impasse, and they sat there for months. And finally, what, what company was that? Was that... Columbia, Sony. Columbia, Sony. Yeah. They decided just to, you know, we're done. We don't, want to, we don't want to just keep. We don't want to keep fighting with you. So we're just going to not make Spider-Man four. Yeah, that was supposed to come out last summer, 2011. Really? That was originally the plan. They're going to do Spider-Man four and five. I think back to back summers. And then what happened when that got scrapped? They're like, okay, we're going to reboot Spider-Man. Right, because they didn't want they didn't want Disney taking taking it back. And I think they had a so deal wait, for the like ama- six the Spider-Man. Spider-Man is not Disney. It's Columbia still. It's still Columbia. It's still I Columbia. mean, Marvel is owned. Regardless, by Disney, but they don't have any say in this. Wait, Co- they're gonna get they're gonna get copyright pay essentially. They're gonna Marvel get, is. They're gonna get Marvel and Disney is gonna get pay because the brand Spider-Man is owned, is by, owned Disney. by yes. Same with X Men going forward with Fox, right. but it's gonna be distributed and made by separate companies until their contract is up. Apparently, their contract is you have to make a certain movie every ten years, or else you can you're, you can void the contract. They can take their IP back. Okay. So, in other words, the, the, Dare, the Daredevil movie, Yeah. since they haven't made another Daredevil movie in t- more than 10 years since the original... Technically, Disney and Marvel Disney can, can take now make that their... back. Disney okay. owns the Daredevil rights now, again, and they're actually going to make another Daredevil movie. And that might be I the reason they why do. they're holding out on the Hulk, because the Hulk was universal. Coming up will be five years since that was released, so another five years they can maybe make a Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. But I think they already had ideas to reboot Hulk as a television series. Oh, based, uh, no, I don't well, like it. no. Well, based on the success of the original series and no. just, I mean, you've seen it, the Ed Norton Hulk movie. That was 
Fantastic. Awesome. I loved it. I don't think he's that deep enough to, to make a whole series out of it, like a TV show. Not a series. TV show. And well, no, he is He is deep enough character. I think they can they can run it, but the, the production cost would be enormous. Yeah, because of the fact... Yeah. You can't make like the stick figure Hulk come out of nowhere, oh, run him across Rufer the wall. No can't, yeah, yeah there's, there's no big noticeable he's body gonna look like Right. He's going to look like a cartoon running across the wall. And Mark the Ruffalo probably will not do a television series. Mark Ruffalo was the current Hulk in the yes. Avengers, right? right? Who honestly blew me away as the best Hulk. I mean, he looked like Bruce Banner to me, and I loved the Ed Norton one. I thought Ed Norton did a great job, but Mark did, Ruffalo I mean, was very As much impressive. as my protest was against the Avengers, because that was my biggest protest in that movie, is Ed Norton was not the Hulk, because I loved him in, as the Hulk. Yeah. I thought he was one of the, the better versions. Uh, Mark Ruffalo did do an amazing job. I liked his sheepish nature in that film. Um, I, he he did just play that part well. You know, and, still, and there was like there was a lot of discussions after uh, the Avengers movie came out, like how to make correlations between all the different characters who have played the Hulk and stuff like that. And they did show the one with Edward Norton at the end. You know how he was um, he was in seclusion and mm-hmm. how he he kind of kept the Hulk under wraps and how he he controlled himself to make himself the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was that was like right before the the, cre- the credits rolled, and. Um, how that actually transitioned into the Avengers movies, like he it, he can control it. He knows when he can make. I'm himself. always angry. I'm always angry. That's my secret. You know that was that, that that was pretty cool that they could tie it in between all the other movies that they made with different characters that played the Hulk. But I mean the the, the, the storyline of the Hulk was still there. It's still kind of yeah. yeah they even all, show all clips like when Tony Stark pulls up the uh, the screen where he looks at yes, all the, the profiles fighting. and you see the the clips from that and movie. Norton Hulk. Yeah. It's just a different actor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's, that's really it. all it was. The character's still there, and it's played well. And well, they, Tony they, Stark they rewrote the, the character pretty much. I mean, they didn't keep the same character that Edward Norton was. He wasn't the same character, but he was still from the same movie, I guess. They didn't want to say, okay, now go act like... Edward Norton was in that movie. They said no. They, they wouldn't like, want that. Wouldn't be. This, I want Ruffalo your. Did, I want yeah, your Ruffalo interpretation did, yeah, exactly. of Bruce Banner to translate into the movie, which was great. I still like Edward Norton. No, no, I know they're making <laughs> they're making some sequels to obviously Captain America, and they're making sequel to Thor. Which yes, will be. I think we pretty big. I, I do. I know that's going to still make money, but I, I I'm mixed feelings about them releasing them not in the summer. Really? Well, I think them, that they they're, realize they're that... They're releasing Thor next November, next year in November, now, and they're they releasing... Do they have a plot for Thor 2? Essentially. He's going to fight the Dark Elves. The Dark he's, Elves. He's going to be fighting a bunch of Dark Elves. Okay. I from don't the know Dark much. Side. I, I know nothing about Thor. It's a Dark so. World. It's Thor, Thor the Dark, Dark World, yeah. Thor Dark World or something. Okay. And then... What's Captain America? Captain America comes out in April. Okay. The 2014, right before Avengers. The second Avengers movie. No, Avengers is 2015, right? 2015. So, yeah, the it'll be right before... And Guardians it, of the Galaxy will be in November. Guardians a, of the Galaxy. Yes. They're, they're going to be associated with the Avengers as well. What is this? I have no idea, but it's, it's another a, team of superheroes. It's a team of superheroes that's from a different planet or a different universe, a uh, different galaxy. I'll have to look this up. But I know that Captain America is uh, the, the Winter Soldier. Okay, Bucky. Which is Bucky. Yes. Um, I don't know if it takes place. I mean, it's. I'm guessing it has to take place present day. Yes, it does. It, everything's after the Avengers from this point. So yeah, and and it just. Uh, I don't know how they're going to incorporate Bucky into it unless they froze him as well. But I mean, obviously it'll be explained. So yeah. it looks uh, good. I'm, There's a lot of controversy with the Bucky Winter Soldier thing, like cover ups and whatever else. For a while, he became Captain America after Captain America supposedly died. Um, right. Yeah, I heard that. 
you know, because at the end of the Civil War arc, someone shot Captain America and he died for a while there. I don't know how they retconned it and brought him back, though. What about Thanos? Thanos, I don't even know if he's going to be in the next Avengers movie, honestly. How, uh, how can he not be? Why would, they for, why would they foreshadow that's that? two movies so far that he's been hinted at. He was in Thor, because the Infinity Gauntlet was in Thor in the trophy room. It's a brief clip. Right, and which is what, which at the is end what of Thanos Avengers. wears. Yes, and obviously at the end of Avengers. Well, I, I personally think he's like the ultimate bad guy and I think they right wanna, now, yeah. I think they want to make three movies out of Avengers my personal thinking and I think they want to save him for the third movie yeah you know what they I think did, they, they, they he's did gonna, this they'll he's going to send, send somebody one. else he's going to send another villain so it'll be another puppet master I think he's going to send somebody else like his lieutenant or his general to Earth to take care of his this like for him scroll so somebody, some high-ranking scroll, or maybe someone that's associated with him, another very famous villain mm-hmm. that in that universe that's that, associated with him. That sounds right. And then if he fails, then he says, you know, I'm done. I'm going to go take care of this myself. Okay. They, they did that in, um, I don't remember what arc it was, the, the whole story uh, in DC Comics where Darkseid was the... Darkseid, o- yes. Where he was the, the overall bad guy, but he was only shown like leading and giving orders. He was never in the, the whole big the plot till yeah. the very end of the story. Mm-hmm. So he probably is the puppet master, and we're only going to see the puppets for the next couple movies. My only hope is that, that sounds about right in the Avengers too that it's like it's not like a rehash of the first one where they don't have a battle in Chicago or Los Angeles where they maybe can go to like a distant planet or something within another or they start changing time periods or yeah, something like something that. like that where it's not a complete like something oh we're going to so, be like the Transformers. So the second one they can do it in the desert, and then the third one <laughs> oh. they can do it in Chicago. <laughs> We need a giant ocean yeah, battle, though. Familiar. Let's put that in Washington, there somewhere. Yeah. It always yeah, ends I, there. I just don't want to get like the Transformers movies where the end battle ends in a major city or some middle of nowhere place. It has to. It should have some more meaning. It should be different. Like even if you have like a one on one battle with somebody in the end, and the others are like, it, like I, they I should, don't know. Like, like they, it should, should just travel be, through. It time shouldn't be a complete. Yeah, it shouldn't be like a complete rehash. One. Something. It shouldn't be. And we're going to, the formula works the same way. Let's completely write it the same way we did before and have a giant big battle in New York. Yeah, it, it shouldn't happen. It, it that gets way again. annoying after yeah. a while. You, you need something different each time. Now, what's going on with X Men? Uh, X Men, they're making. They're, they already. I know it was a little bit of production hell, but I think that's cleared up enough. I think it's been delayed a little bit, but I think it's coming out next summer. Is this a Marvel it's or a, a Fox? It's, a, it's, it's a, Fox. It's Fox. It's um. Uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. That's the oh, first class okay. cast, and they have already signed uh, Patrick Stewart, Andy, and McKellen to this movie. Nice. So they're going to play uh, future Magneto mm-hmm. and future Professor X. They better get Colossus back in it. Um, He's one of my favorites. Well, I, gotta I, I doubt it because no, it's still going to take place the, in the past. It's still going to take place, I think, in the eighties or the. Se- it's either going to take place in the late seventies, mid seventies, or the. 80s. I know oh, that okay. the way the story arc was, there was a character that they have currently in their team, and her future self comes back in time and warns them of this future that's going to happen where they have they're overrun with Sentinels. And if you're not oh, familiar with, if you're not, run with, if you're not familiar with Sentinels, I don't know if this is what the storyline is going to be, but this is what the comic, the comic was. The comic yeah. was, and it was very very popular back in like 1981 around that time when it came that's, out. Yeah, well, that was the second team with. That's the team that most of us grew up with with the X-Men cartoon. Right, right. That's actually started the very... X-Men wasn't that popular until that comic came out. That really solidified it as a mainstream comic for for most people. And that's what brought the popularity. 
And then the cartoon, obviously, in early mm-hmm. 1990s. Yeah, on Fox, the X-Men cartoon. Which was awesome. Yeah. See, I was kind of a little disappointed with some of the X-Men movies. The first one's a good introductory film, but other than that, it doesn't really That's where it much. ends. I like the That's second it. one a lot. second one's still probably my favorite X-Men movie, and the third one was a pretty big letdown. Big bag of dicks. Big bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, third, third one first of all, the thing that Phoenix. bothered me was... They completely was, ruined Phoenix. I was hoping for so much when I saw that. like, oh, Phoenix, oh, shit. Fuck yeah, I was. The end of then, X-Men 2, I was so excited. Yes. All you saw was the, the shadow in the water, and I think and you the, heard the, so- the, the, the Phoenix sound. Cry, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. This and is going to be amazing. Thinking back to the cartoon, exactly. it's like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. There's going to be space battles. Yeah. It was a 90-minute movie, which pissed me off. It was so short. And Wolverine kills her. Oh, Christ. And he yeah. cries. Yeah, this yep. is completely... They killed off Cyclops up. way too early. That that pissed Cyclops me off. Cyclops was useless in every movie. He, he was. was. It was horrible. He was not the, the Boy he was, Scout he was, he was captured in the second one for three quarters of the movie. He was dead for the rest of the movie in the third one, except for the first ten minutes. And that was it. He's, he's the leader the of the Deadpool X-Men. Movie, even in the Wolverine movie with Deadpool, he was useless. And I hated how they used Sabretooth in... In these movies, I really was disappointed because if I remember anything, the, what I enjoyed the most out of the cartoon in the '90s was the Wolverine Sabretooth feud. It was awesome, oh, and I was still, so looking it, forward to that. In the comics, it and, always was awesome, and until it just it ended. was such a letdown in the first movie. And I didn't like Origins in general, so I mean, it Not, just really didn't do. See, anything or, for me. I didn't mind Origins. It was a really over the top, and it was kind oh, it was of corny to me. I thought it was pretty good. I I am actually really excited about the Wolverine Deadpool. coming out. No, it's the Wolverine. It's the sequel. Oh, the Wolverine. It's called the Wolverine, and it comes out next year. Yeah, next and July. It's I think. Uh, it's him in Japan. Oh, nice. He fights the uh, Silver Samurai. Silver Samurai. Nice. And he, I, there's hints. Maybe there might be Omega Red in it. Okay. Oh, sweet. Which nice. would be freaking awesome. Omega yeah. Meds. Omega Red's the one that he killed Wolverine in the comic, I believe. I think he killed Wolverine. I don't think he. I think he's the only person that's ever beat Wolverine, or maybe he might have subdued Wolverine, but I don't think he killed him. I thought he did. I'll I'm not sure. Go back and I'm not sure, check my facts. I know that it's, it's one of the biggest rivalries between, I mean, even more so than Sabretooth and Wolverine. And Omega Red was like the mm-hmm. one-on-one Cause villain. Because the, the sapping, the power sapping thing right, and, that he stole, that he used. But, it, yeah, I mean, there's so many IPs they can make into movies, uh, Marvel, just to continue, continue just that. X-Men, just in general, all those. Marvel in general is has got a huge, huge opportunity being with Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, they, got, Marvel has the creative pool, or I shouldn't say creative pool. They have the pool of ideas, right. whereas Disney the pool has of the money. creative. Yeah, well, in the pool of the pool money, of money and they, they have talent. they have the creative talent to make yeah, it happen. Exactly, Scrooge McDuck pool of gold is in the, <laughs> is in the water Disney, tower. Is in the Disney vault. <laughs> yes, but anyway, back to what this original this conversation really started with Star Wars. Yes. Now, Andrew and I talked about our love for Star Wars in the first saga cast. Uh, you guys, give me a little bit of background with your. Love for Star Wars, like if you remember well, Jimmy, the first time I know, seeing it. Well, both of these guys I know, were in, in our commentaries. We did, for the, we did, we did commentaries true, yes. for some of the movies. But um, I remember you, Jimmy, you and I years ago when we first met at the job we work at, still currently. Yeah. You and I would talk about Star Wars on a pretty consistent basis, and you would tell me things about the comics that I didn't even know because I was right. Yeah, there's 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 so oh, much. So you were one of the comic readers. There's uh, well, uh, not not entirely, but there, I had a friend who was huge into it, and he he told me all about these uh, Jedi's who were. Mentioned like they they were early on in the in the Star Wars series and later on you know it's much past the movies that we've all known to grow uh, grow and love. 
there's there's a whole universe. There's there's this the the next movies are probably going to involve the kids of like Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. You know, yeah. it's probably going to be their kids growing up, and they have they have like. No wait, I thought Luke didn't have kids. Yes, he I does. Don't, he does. He does have kids. Yes, he absolutely right. does. But I think it's mainly going to revolve around Han and Leia's, Han and Leia's kid. kids, of yeah. course, because I don't think I think the way they're going to put it is that Luke was never really the chosen one. Oh really? I think that because I mean nothing really was resolved. You beat the emperor and you beat the one leader, but the, the empire is still there. True, Nobody, there's there's still facts. someone else but is going to stop step up. Well, he was the one who made it the turning point, though. He's right, the one who turned everything around. That's what they mean by chosen go. one. Well, I, but you don't know if that's really what it meant or if it's gonna the one that actually saves the universe. No, well, Anakin, no, Anakin was the chosen one. He was the one who brought balance to the force because he killed all the Jedi, and then he was redeemed through his son. So he was always the one as the chosen one. He was always known right. not as the Luke. One. Anakin was always the chosen one to bring right. the balance to the force. Yeah. But how is for how is balance brought when everybody's dead? Maybe that's what they mean. Nobody I, says. I, but, I, but I, I personally th- don't think that But that was the prophecy. I, I don't think that described. the chosen one is is back. I don't think he's there yet. I don't right. think this is. These are false chosen ones. I think. I think he was. Yeah, right. I think exactly. These are false chosen ones. They thought it was going to be Anakin. Like he was the one who was going to decide the the factor of like which way the force would go, and so they thought it was that way. And then then uh, Luke comes and he overthrows his father. You know, kills him and the emperor or, or redeems you know, his father. Redeems his father. Redeems his father. Redeems his father. And then okay, it could be and Luke Skywalker, but but it, they have to rebuild now. And there's probably going to be another. Well, there. Think about it. Um, the, for the time being, because Vader, Anakin, was always the central character throughout all of the movies. Yes. He was the only central... Him and the two droids are the only ones that survive all it's, six It's movies. Anakin Skywalker's story from it is. childhood to... Death. Hero to tragic fallen character to a monster to redeemed So, in essence, the, the, the whole Chosen One story is those six movies where they think, oh, he's the Chosen One, he's going to bring balance to the Force... He tipped the scales one way when he went to the dark side, and then by killing the Emperor in Six and redeeming himself, he brought it supposedly back up, maybe even tipped it to the light side, seeing as how Luke is now there to teach the light side to whomever else. Right, but you can't assume that all the Sith are gone. No, you can't assume. Well, just the the two highest highest leaders in the the, the the Empire are gone. Mm -hmm. You know, and and there could be separate different things. I mean, if you've read any of the books, there's other organizations that are associated with the Empire that are just as powerful. They're just not, they're sitting in the shadows. There was Mm -hmm. one in in Shadows of the Empire, correct me if I'm wrong, it's called the Black Hand, where it's Prince Izor. Yep. And he was the like second or third most powerful person in the universe next to the Emperor and Darth Vader. And this mm-hmm. is the story in between Empire and Jedi. Han Solo's still frozen in carbonite. And that's when you meet Dash Rendar. Yes, I remember Dash. So he was like the, the outlaw renegade and... Taking Han's place. Yeah. And there's also, if you want, you uh, watch the television show, Darth Maul's Not Dead. No, he's, he's brought back with and his uh, what's his brother's name? Something oppressed. Savage Oppress. Savage, yeah, Savage Oppress. Ha, ha. I can't stand the name sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of corny. Um, well, it's a kid show. Yeah, yeah. But Darth Maul, the, the fact that they brought him back was a fucking shock. Yeah, I. He was a I, torso. He was it, split in half. Yes. yes. I wanted his character to be more brought out in his character. I wish it was he was in more movies well, than just the first. We didn't really know anything about him. No, you knew nothing he about was him. Just, he, he was, was a just mercenary. He was just an yeah. assassin. He was the message sent that the Sith are back. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that bothered me a little bit about the prequels is that the advertised villain, Darth Maul in the first one, Jango Fett in the second, Grievous in the third, never really got a chance. I know they were all pawns, 
but you never really got a chance to see what they could really do. You didn't really get to know them so much personally, like you did a Darth Vader, and they weren't going to be on that level. But still, you wanted a little bit more character explanation, exactly. Especially, especially with Django, because Boba Fett was so beloved as yes. a villain and just a character who has such a small role in the Star Wars, which movie. is hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't understand. People that. love Boba. You'd think, yeah. but that he, they would he shoots his gun once. Line. Yeah, I know. I mean, he looks badass, but man, like. And I think that's the appeal of him. He's just there. He's the badass in the background. For most, for when you see him, that's all he is. But there's also rumors that he escapes the Pit of Carcoon. At the end of Jedi, after Return of the Jedi, he escapes from the Pit of Carcoon. So there's a possibility. spits him out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Sarlacc Pit is not going to bring him down. That'd be a terrible end. Jetpack, sawed-off rifle, and a couple explosives. Yeah, I don't think a Sarlacc's going to hold him. He's got a big ship with a controller he can control. Yeah, I would yeah, love to see him in another one. one. You'd be like, okay, come get me. Well, one Thanks. character that's in beyond the Star Wars movies is Grand Admiral Thrawn. I guess he takes over the Empire. He's like this blue-faced alien. He has this thing on his shoulder, and he's got this white uniform. And he's the guy who just takes over the Empire from what's left of the uh, what's left of it. I assume because I assume they're just wandering aimlessly now without the Vader or the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Well, so, no, I think it's gonna power trip. I think someone has to immediately step in. And immediately takes over, and until someone can take over that, it's like a. But he's not a Jedi. It's a hierarchy. No, he's just a, 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 an a admiral, soldier. But, but yeah. I think that there are Sith characters that will eventually reemerge. Yeah, and I think and take over. That that's that's the fun of the speculation because the movie is still about two and a half years away, so it's it's fun to think about what they can do, especially with such a broad. Oh, it's spectrum. huge. I mean, they could go... How many books are go, out for this? They could go several. Hundreds. They could hundreds, go, yeah. go hundreds of years. They can go 100 years into the future. They could just go to the next generation. They can go two generations into it. They could do... Yeah, Ru- it's Luke not just seven, eight, nine. They can do uh, Han Solo and Luke and Leia's uh, grandkids Forgot. if yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. I mean, you, you could do so much. I mean, I know originally... The thing that makes me pause about who the Chosen One is, when George Lucas originally thought up this idea... It wasn't going to be six movies. It wasn't going to be just six chapters. It was. It was originally one. nine chapters. When he first thought of this, he wanted nine movies. He wanted nine episodes. So when the completion ended at six, when when Darth Vader was dead, he's gone. It didn't complete his vision of nine movies. Mm-hmm. Something happens that's going to carry it from seven, eight, nine. That's going to make it, you know, all about the prophecy, all about the chosen one. All of a sudden, it stops three quarters of the way. Well, the thing is, if you look at the business side of it now, it's not in his hands. There's uh, the writer from Little Miss Sunshine and Toy Story Three, Michael Ernt, I believe his name is. But I is still think episode but seven. I still think they're going to take his notes. He's a consultant, his, but he said he's ideas. not much. He has doesn't have much to do as a consultant. I mean, sure, it's his product, it's his his legacy, and he's going to oversee it and everything, make sure it's done in an appropriate manner, but. He's not going to have any say in the dialogue and the direction or anything else. And that's honestly a good thing because, I mean, a lot of people pan the prequels. And I'm not one of those people because I enjoyed them. But I saw episode – I was one of the only few people, I assume, that saw episode one in 3D when it was released back in February of this past year. One of three. Yeah, I I was. But um, what I saw, what I took from it, it was fun to see this movie again and the 3D – Really wasn't much of a conversion. You can tell this movie was made without the intent of ever converting this to 3D back when it was made in 1999. It looked very forced. Yeah, the yeah. only time when there was you can really see the 3D stood out was when they were on Tatooine. 
Not even on the pod race. Like, the scenes when Qui-Gon was talking to Anakin's mother was the scene that stood out the most. Like, oh, wow, that 3D really works. Other than that, it didn't work. Yeah. What I took from this viewing of episode one was I kind of get why fans had some sort of venom towards this movie. When I saw it, I was 13 years old, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And continuing to watch it for years as the other prequels came to fruition on screen. But I went in, not having not seen it for at least five years, and I watched it, and I thought, oh, it's still good, but I can see it from, if I was a person who was born in in the 70s, say, and I saw Star Wars as a child, yeah, and this was the thing that I loved more than anything, and then 20-some-odd years later, it's back, there's a new story, and this whole phenomenon is happening again, and what we got was episode one with annoying characters like Jar Jar, a story, a plot line that really wasn't as strong as you would think coming off the other three and other books right? and just some nonsense stuff that was in that film, I would have walked away disappointed. Had I been 27, 28 years old in 1999 and waited years and decades for this movie to come out and had seen this movie as a fan for the first time, I would have walked out disappointed. I would be like, wow, I waited all that. I wouldn't have hated George Lucas and wished his death like a lot <laughs> yeah. other fans have, but I looked at it from, I was able to finally see that perspective of, okay, I understand why an older generation older than me who grew up watching these films unfold as they happened, be a little pissed off and not enjoy this story. And right. with the other installments of two and three, the writing to me is the worst part of the, of the prequels, especially the love stuff in episode two, the dialogue between Anakin and Padme is like, Man, you could take any high, high school poetry book and cross out Romeo and Juliet or any love story and write Anakin and Padme and the lines were so fucking corny yes <laughs> that, that's definitely it really true. really just like it, it was so pathetic it was the worst I mean I understand that the, it's a love story but it was the worst written love story I've ever seen unfold. Simplest written love it, it story. Was just, it was just so dull. Uh, no, Twilight beats it, but that's another yeah, story. Yeah, I would say, yeah, okay. I'd say Twilight beats it, but <laughs> it, it was just... Coming from guys who've never read the books or never watched the movies. Oh, uh, uh, man, bullshit. I watched part of that first movie, all right? Yeah, I watched parts Sorry, of it. The first movie. But yep. just and the second movie. There's commentary. But just looking at that from Star Wars, it's like, that's not what you expect from Star Wars. And granted, Episodes 2 and 3 had some kick-ass battles. And Episode 3 isn't a disappointment to me. I love that one just as much I would love Empire or Jedi. But um, I kind of get it. And what I hope out of these new films are not so much special effects, because pretty much all the prequels were made with a blue screen behind it. Like, let's get back to some real environments. I mean, they had to go with a shoestring budget back in the day in the 70s to do this. Go back to set pieces. Go back to shooting on some locations. I don't know if I like that because, I mean, yes, you want the set pieces. You want the old nostalgia back. But that old nostalgia isn't going to carry through to today's people. Having having seen seen someone's zipper on the back of their, their... Robot suit yeah, isn't going to be. That's kind of the magic of it. Th- I mean, there's no magic there, Jack. Well, that was no. that was just low budget. Well, <laughs> low budget, but it worked. People people prefer the low budget and the bad I don't effects think as I opposed like to that. the revised special editions. Jay, this is, this is personally, a I don't care. Making. This but, is a, a high. This is this is something that's supposed to revive the whole entire company. Well, no, 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 I'm not films. saying that they have zippers exposed and wires exposed. But I'm just saying that maybe shoot. Not so much on blue screen. It's going to happen. It's going. I mean, there's a guy in a black sweater and a black ski mask so holding a the, Millennium to see them actually use props. I would like to see them. Yeah, go back to not relying. Look, at the episode three sets. I have a book about it. Ninety percent of that movie is blue screen. Ninety percent of episode three is blue screen because they're on so many rough terrains. Everything I, is. I was still wowed by the movie. No, uh, believe me, I was too. But it was kind of like, all right, if they do this again. 
maybe use some different elements. Maybe not just rely completely because looking at that, it, it's kind of... See, I have no problem with it because I didn't know 80-90% of it was blue screen. Yeah, a lot That's of fine. it is. I mean, I don't uh, have a problem. In the way graphics are now, but that movie, those movies were almost made 10 years ago. Yeah. They were made 10 and years ago. I'm not ago. saying anything bad about them, but I'm just saying that I wish that they would use different elements and not rely so much on it. I wish that they would go back I a little bit. I just want a good story. Yeah, I'm not concerned about how they're going to make it. I just want I, a good story. I don't story. care how they, how they produce the backgrounds. I, I mean, the CGI and all the space fighting scenes were was awesome. All of the, the, the otherworldly scenes when the Jedi are all being killed and you see them all on different planets was awesome. Awesome, even if it was blue screen. Oh, that was heartbreaking. It was yeah, heartbreaking, was, but Jesus I'm just saying, Christ. from a visual point of view, I just want a really kick-ass story. Yep, storyline is, is that the best. is what's going to draw me in. I don't care if the whole goddamn thing's in CG. We can see what Disney does with CG movies. Uh, right, I'm not complaining. I'm I'm looking. I mean, forward and Lucas to it. is state of the art because look at what he did for Episode One. That was the first movie with. Digital characters interacting back and forth. Yeah, no Jar Jar's. Kill yeah. uh, That's the that's first thing. No episode seven. All of them die. All of the Gungans. No die. annoying character. No way. I like the Gungans. I'm the Fuck only one who the likes Gungans. Jar Jar. I am the only one. I like the silly characters. You're banished. And <laughs> you're off the show. Episodes two and three were the first movie shot digitally. So chances are these movies are going to be in 3D, and we're going to have all the big spectacle and everything. See, all, all I want, all I want is I see all these video games coming out for Star Wars, and all these really awesome CG movie effects that they have in these... I think you're going to say what I'm thinking. I want some of those action scenes from, like, the beginning of The Old Republic. Yeah, that's amazing. There we go. Well, the lightsaber fights in the prequels were awesome. You can't deny that. Not even... See, here's the thing. Here's the evolution of the lightsaber battles. Lightsaber battles in the original was, like, two people who had never opened, picked up a sword ever, clacking sticks back and forth. Yeah. For three movies. Okay, fine. It's back in the 70s. They got sticks. Whatever. Oh, I'm looking at it from but the story the perspective, one, though. The, I mean, the, 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 the prequels, they had a lot better fighting, but it was very... It wasn't... They were in the prime of the fully. Jedi. No, they were in the prime of the Jedi. That was his whole intent, that they were in the prime of the Jedi. Well, there wasn't even that. There was but, one big scene in the second movie where there was a bunch of Jedi, and there was no other scene in the entire freaking series where there was more than just two Jedi sitting on the screen at one time. That's it. Yeah. You know, I want to see. More laser, I want to see. Laser battle, high, I want to see lots of Jedi, lots of battles, lots of lightsaber fights, not lots just of lightsaber not just like battles, guns versus sabers. Right, lots of lightsaber. I want to see actual fights, not just between the last two guys in the whole entire movie. One okay, the whole movie is leading up to one lightsaber battle at the very end, the last six they minutes. They did that in the Clone Wars. They had the whole Jedi battle, but that's it. Okay. Oh, you mean besides that? But oh. what was that? It was lightsabers versus blasters. Yeah. You didn't see lightsaber versus lightsaber. Whereas it well, with the, the Republic, until the very end, and it was uh, two guys, three guys, yeah, and yeah. then Yoda came in and stole the show. Right, and yeah. it wasn't, but there wasn't a lot of interaction between just a group of Sith and a group of of Jedi. Okay. I want to see. I want to see more Jedi and like. People who use the Force interaction, not just, okay, there's a big ship, let's blow some blasters and at it. And they have to be lengthy battles, too, because the ones in some of the prequels were, like the opening scene in Revenge of the Sith with Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Dooku. It was not even, like, a two-minute fight. No. And you would expect, like, two people who were that strong in the Force. Or masters. Yeah, like, Anakin and Dooku could have had a really knock-down, drag-out fight, and it was just like, all let's right. Let's throw a plank at Obi-Wan, and he's yeah, down yeah, for the count. Every time that happens, Obi-Wan gets thrown into a, a pillar or gets knocked unconscious or something. Yeah. And, and Anakin and Dooku could have just had, like, this knock-down, drag-out 
like a fight in Return of the Jedi where you really felt like these two guys exhausted themselves. You want to see a Jedi fight? You play The Force Unleashed. Which part? The first one. No, which part? Any of them. Any of the real fights in that movie, in that game, were just awesome. When you had to go assassinate the Jedi. Oh, yeah, great. in the beginning? Great. Yeah. In the very beginning when you fight the, the general. general. Yeah. That was an amazing fight. You're in, you're in a space station that's sitting it's above falling. the earth. Now it's falling into the atmosphere, so everything's burning and f- falling away, and you're sitting, it's upside down, so you're and on you're the glass fighting. part, and you're fighting each other in a li- huge lightsaber battle in a ship that's plummeting to the, into the earth. And then you that's have the, the best fight I've you, ever and, seen yeah, in my life. That and then is after amazing. you beat him, you have to fucking stop this ship from plummeting or escape. Yep, or when you pull... A, uh, death the Star Destroyer out of the pull a Star Destroyer amazing. out of the sky you into the planet. It's a fucking and that's video in the game, too. and I think I am a goddamn Jedi just holding two controller yeah. sticks down, yep. pulling this massive ship out of the sky with the Force. Come on, you gruesome son of a bitch. Come to me. Come on. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I, I thought. Mean, I want stuff like that. Maybe not so much as pulling a Star Destroyer out of the sky, but... No, why not? Grandiose. <laughs> you want you want over-the-top Force skills. You, you yes. want more... I mean, it's like watching the Lord of the Rings movies and watching Gandalf. He's the great and powerful wizard. All the magic he ever did in any of the movies was he blew a beam of light at some some I did his staff on the ground and then they collapsed. That was it. I mean, no other magic like that. I, if I want to see wizard, I want to see fucking magic. Yeah, exactly. I want to see lightning I bolts coming out of this motherfucker's I want to see force battles. I want to see more than just pushing someone back, using your force to pick up your lightsaber. That's it. Okay, I want to see The Sith some... had cooler powers because they had all the lightning and shit like that, and at least they used it. But they don't use it tactically. They put everything away. They stand there still. They put their stance. You have and then to be they really powerful into to them. have lightning. You have to have really strong force powers to have lightning. Like Anakin could never achieve it. He probably could have if he kept his arms. He, he was a fucking robot. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't do it. <laughs> he could have probably eventually, even with the one arm, could have eventually learned to do it. Like Dooku was strong enough. The Emperor was strong enough. Anakin could have eventually learned this. But the only he, one who actually did anything about the he lightning jumped. was Yoda. <laughs> yeah. He caught it. He absorbed the force and then shot it back. Mm-hmm. That was about the only thing you ever saw. That, Everything else was right into and, the lightsaber. And I want to see a droid. He reminded just... me of Uncle Iroh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where I went when I, in my head. It that's... was the whole, that lightning is the purest form of fire, of the fire nation. And, but, and you could pass it through your system. You, yes, like you and, can, and you can redirect re- it. Redirect it, yep. See, I'm, I'm, all I want also is, is a droid that refers to human as meatbags. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I want a droid that refers to evil droid that refers to humans. IG88, as, as as oh, if, yes. if he could talk. If oh, I'd IG-88. love to see. That's something I would love to see is more of those bounty hunters because that scene in Empire was IG-88 so iconic. Forlom, Zuckus, yeah, all of them. Oh man, that that team, and that's explained more in Shadows of the Empire also because they get into like a knockdown drag out fight. Boba Fett's huge in that. Movie. Yeah, in or that the game, video game, video game, and the book. They need Ooh, to bring Shadows of the Empire. I would yeah. love to see Battlefront come back. I know that's. I love that game. I know it's not going to because somebody has to buy that branch out. They but were man, hoping because um, that I was think my favorite. I mean, I could. I would buy three. Like I'd pre-order that before I knew anything about it. I would. Well, the, I love Battlefront. The company too. that made that. Well, what's the company that made that? The same company that made it's uh, all LucasArts. Dungeon Siege. Yeah, I can't. They, they were. They were had this huge announcement. Everyone was hoping it would be new Battlefront game, but it wasn't. You know, I have the picture of the of the cover right on, on, in my head, and I can't think of what the company was. But it's I know that they disbanded, and I think it was sold to somebody. But that 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 company isn't making those games anymore. They're they're making others. But why would you buy the rights to a game so so successful as that and not do anything with it? That's I would my love problem. to see a live action version of The Force Unleashed One. 
See, that was you a fun... You want to see a movie of that? Well, that was a fun that movie. Would... I mean, the, the premise... Or do you want, like, an animated movie of it? I don't know. Well, see, no, no, live action. I think the, live the, action the premise, live the action. premise of the Force Unleashed was, and, and actually, I really like how George Lucas said he loved the story so much that he incorporated it into the actual story arc of yeah of between yeah. this is what happens between three and four, th- uh, yeah, three and four. This is how the rebellion started. This is how. Oh, okay. Um, it, it, Did you ever finish that game? No, no, I I couldn't make it past the Wookiee killing. I'm like, this is that's this my is, favorite fucking part. This Walking is horrible. Vader? This is horrible right now. <laughs> Seriously? That's my favorite fucking part. It wasn't my game. I was just that was the best friends. achievement ever. Boss's day, you kill like 10, you kill 10 of your own stormtroopers as Vader. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you fight you you play a you play a, a guy called Starkiller. Yeah, they, and they, they that's his name. That's his that's operative his, that's name. His, that's his operative name. They don't actually tell you his real name, but he is you're you're the apprentice to Darth Vader. And you can go either light side and, or the dark side. Well, no, you're you're charged with killing the, the you're killing you're you're charged killing with Jedi. killing the Jedi generals. That's what you do in the game. You go kill the Jedi generals, and you go through and you're killing all them on different planets. Each time you, each eventually, time you reach one, and eventually you 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 find out that how evil the Empire really is, and how your master is really trying to manipulate you, and and he tries to kill you, and that's when you group up with um, Leia. Leia's parents. Yeah, um, what is it? And Bail Organa and yes. right, you group the with print, them, the and queen. there's just huge. That's and when the you first start, general that you try to kill. You start the rebellion that way. You start the rebellion, and, and that's I, when episode one star, episode uh, four starts. Right after that, it's years later. It's though, like right? twenty years. Not yeah. not even that because between four and well, five, between um three and four is only twenty years. So I think it's within the last five years. It was like within five years of the end not of, even, of of between. Before five, but it gets four. the ball rolling. It, oh, that's how that's how all the rebellion starts. And there's so much to work with in those 19, 20 years of Star Wars, and that video game fills in a really nice gap. Yeah, really, the, really. The good films thing. didn't touch on that, and you can, depending on your ending and whether or not you got the download stuff, you can choose the dark side. Where at the end of the game, you kill Vader. That like you face there. The end of that game is. It, you're the apprentice, and you face off against Vader with the Emperor in the background. You can choose to go after the Emperor, which is your light side choice, or dark side choice, and you kill Vader and take his spot. So you become the you become the person who is in all the episode four and five and six. So he, instead of facing Vader, you'd face Starkiller. Yeah, and who has become? But I mean, that's like the that's like the the downloadable side. The real yeah. side is you go face the Emperor and you die. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the story side of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the true ending when everyone agrees. Right. With now, I never, I never played the second one because I heard it was terrible. It is, and it's not really anything story-wise no, good. There, no, it's don't. It should have been downloaded content. It shouldn't have been a whole game by itself. I beat it in four to six hours. <laughs> it was horrible. Mm. I hate that. But I, li- I like I like how they incorporate games. those incorporate those things like that into these. And I want to see something like that in these new movies because one, they have so much they can work with. They have so much books. They have so many creative teams and so many people that love the series who are in that profession that they can utilize to make a really, really good. I mean, it's going to be really, really difficult to make somebody happy. To oh, make of course, everybody you're going to have fans who hate it. You're going to have they're going to have tons of people that hate the movie. I, I'm not one just of for the, the fact I'm not that a Disney's fan. involved. I'm not a huge fanboy of. I, I I like movies even if they're really shitty as long as they have a few elements that I really like. I'll still usually enjoy a movie. But what's cool about this is it opens it up to new directors. There's so many rumors of who's going to direct what. And number isn't one, there the, isn't there the rumor that Harrison Ford and all the the original cast want to come back? Hugh McGregor said he's interested too. 
Yeah, would he be in it? As Obi-Wan older, maybe he can still be uh, Council Luke. Yeah, maybe. that's... I mean, the... Ewan McGregor was awesome as Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, I loved was. him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was the best character in the whole... Absolutely. And he looked... If you look at pictures of him and Alec Guinness, especially towards episode three, they look so much... So he eerily looks alike. like a younger yeah. version, yeah. Like, you believe it's just one character, not just, oh, that's that actor who kind of looks like Alec mm-hmm. Guinness. It's like, he really, really embodied that character. And, and I there's Princess it. Leia, and she looks like a prostitute. Yeah. Oh. yeah. An old prostitute. But these, uh, these movies are supposed to take place after he's passed. That's what I mean. Like, well, Obi Wan has passed, but he's also yeah. the ghost now in the Force. So you think maybe he plays he possibly... that, that huge a role, though? That's what I mean. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher—they don't—they're not going to play huge roles either. No, no, they have to. They're going to play supporting roles. This is a new. You know, they're they're going to be in it. Either they're going to be talked about, and they're going to have like a flashback, or they're actually going to be alive, but they're not going to be the main character. Well, if it's the if it's the kids, Luke has to be present. Because he teaches them, right? Well, he's he's in charge of. I think he's the leader of the Jedi Council. Yes, now. he is. He's the place of Yoda. Yes, he is. He is the leader of the Jedi, the most powerful in the universe. He didn't really have much yeah. of a choice. There's none left. That, exactly. That's pretty much what happened. Well, it's, no, his respons- it's his responsibility. Well, that's the thing. You don't have you don't have people, and not everybody is. I mean, people are born with the ability to use the Force. It's just finding people to teach them. You need to pull it out of them. You need right. to show so them it's how. It's not necessarily that there's and no Leia more, too. There's no more left in the universe. She is it's just, sort of, yep. it's just that the fact that they need to find more and they need to train more. I'm pretty sure that I'm hoping, and it better happen, I'm hoping, that they don't, they don't come in and there's no Jedi still. And they just got to like rebuild now. I hope, there's it, I hope it council. comes back. There's already there's already a new council. No, it would be like thirty years later. Luke, what the fuck have you been doing for thirty years? Seriously? Get your right. ass to work. <laughs> oh, you should take time off. Go watch some babies. women. <laughs> no, in this story, he he Luke gets married to a Mara Jade, who's a Jedi also, and eventually I think she gets killed. By and their child becomes a Sith, right? Yeah. Okay. I forget. I see. I'm not. So, I mean, I that would be that would be a really good story arc. And Luke with, uh, Han, with Han and Leia. Han and Leia's. Yes. Once Jason Solo, J A C E N, and then I forget the girls. See, name. that would be the two main characters with exactly Luke's character. So in the first movie, they kind of go through and people die, and then Luke's kid turns dark, and then a couple years pass, and that yeah. would be that would be an amazing story arc. And you were he, telling he me raises, Chewbacca he raises dies. the sense. He does. Chewbacca tries holding a planet. Trying he gets to save. Cr- he gets crushed by a moon. Like that's that's how can so you go at it in a more be, badass way than a that's, moon that's crushing you? It's gonna be heartbreaking you. if that gets translated to screen. People are right? gonna be sobbing. There's a white fluff ball over there. Mm. Boom. Chewbacca <laughs> just gives a look to Han and just goes, "It's okay." He doesn't even look at no old I read that story. He doesn't even look. Han's not even there. It's Chewbacca and the two kids. It's the kids, yeah, and and, the, and they're and they're gone before they even see what happens to him. But yeah. you know he got crushed. And Harrison Ford will still look better than the hey, other what, two. What's, what's the other guy's name? Billy Dean what? Billy D. Williams. Billy, Billy D. Williams. Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian. He needs to be in that too. And his son, whatever. He has a son too? Well, they'll probably make something out of it. They I want to see Lando would. back. Black Dynamite. <laughs> oh, God. Michael Jai White. Michael yes. Jai White. Michael Jai White just shows up. He's in the 15 years suit. old. What the fuck? Roscoe Calrissian. <laughs> Roscoe. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fly this motherfucker that I. <laughs> Who's interrupting my Jedi training? Mama, is that you? <laughs> scram, scram, scram! <laughs> Get out of here, boy! I force push you. Yeah, there's so much that could happen, especially with all these directors that are rumored. J.J. Abrams is rumored. Oh God, no, 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 no! Michael one- Bay, shake, no Michael Bay. Sh- shaky camera syndrome. The one I want to see, uh, the one director I want to see is John Favreau. 
No. I don't want to see John Favreau. He, no, he know. respects the universe. He loves the Star Wars universe more. I, than I don't think his direction... He, he likes comedy a lot. He likes to put a lot of comedy into his movies, and I don't think that's the direction you need to go with these. And Matthew Vaughn also, who directed Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class. I can do with him. I know that I know one person that won't do it. I know one person that will not be in the running, and that's Steven Spielberg. He said he would he never. He refuses to do it. He says he that's shouldn't. not my that's not my forte. He says he doesn't like those type of genre movies. Like he can't direct he them very well. He shouldn't do it anyway. He doesn't want to. He never said he never did want to do it. He originally was supposed to direct Return of the Jedi, but because Lucas had a falling out with the writers and directors guild, it never happened. But I know the writer of uh, Return of the Jedi and Empire is writing the last movie, I think. Lawrence he's Kasdan. Eating, he's either writing the thir- the second movie, episode eight, or, or episode... I'm, I'm guessing it's episode nine. And someone else is writing episode eight. I think he's the... I don't forget yeah, who it was. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan is... He's a damn good writer and a damn good director, too, so we could see some... I think he also wrote one of the Indiana Jones movies. I think he wrote it, Raiders. Yeah, he did. He wrote Raiders as well. He and George Lucas were on the writing team for Raiders. I think he did Temple of Doom also, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Possibly. But I know he's just a, it's a damn good writer to have. I mean, I know they've got to go off of whatever the first writer is. They've got to go off by what he is originally thought of, and they've got to branch out from his idea. Oh, I'm sure they're working creatively. It's not going to be like, hey, you got to write that Star Wars movie. Watch the DVD of this uh, movie that we just Monday did. morning, his head pops <laughs> off the pillow. Oh, no. When's this coming out? <laughs> this Friday? Oh, shit. <laughs> quick, get me some. Quick, go to Toys R Us. Get me some action figures. We're going to make this work. Go down to Target. Get me a bundle of paper. <laughs> uh, he goes through 300 seats in an hour. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they would stick to the uh, the books. I wonder if they. Well, see, that's the thing. There's so many ad- adaptations to the book series. Yeah. Like if you if you put out a timeline, that timeline's not going to be straight. There's going to be God branches. No. There's going to be there's going to be so many things. If this happened, this branch went this way. I'm this sure. Happened, I'm sure it's mapped out way. somewhere. They and somewhere it goes back in time. Their their writers are definitely. You like, like that on back top in time thing, thing, don't you? I do. They're going to keep. This alive for decades time and decades. Travel. And this decades. is this is the thing with with like comic books and stuff past. like that. Every, there, there's that. there's time travel in all of the comic book series. Like, <laughs> so like when we were talking about Marvel and the DC uh, universes, yeah, this, is, this is Star Wars, right? We're, we are talking about Star Wars, but I'm just saying that's why he likes it. You know, it's Star something Wars. that we all like pay attention to. Star Wars, like I imagine they have time travel. No, no, they don't. They could there's travel at light, they could travel at light speed. That would be you know? I would not like that movie if they went time traveled. Back to the Gungan time, and I'd shoot myself. Yeah. Han Solo's <laughs> kid goes back in time, and sees uh, he has to get Leia and Han to dance at the school dance or something. <laughs> to, to Introduces him to rock music. Yeah. God damn it! You got to listen to this. Han. Okay. Fuck. This is my blue elephant. Watch him play his instrument. It's fantastic. <laughs> He's a jazz player. Come oh, man. You gotta make it to the show. <laughs> you got um, like a blind Twi'lek just doing like a little violin type thing. It's fucking weird. That'd be awesome. No. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, so boy. another series that could potentially become a massive saga in years to come is... With the success of the Avengers, DC has announced that they will challenge them, so to say, with the, the Justice League. Yes. Now, what recently just surfaced is actually, Corey, you told me this the other day. Uh, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises by now, I haven't. Yeah, actually, spoiler. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Then, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, you know what the fate of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. Now, next summer is the first, the new series of Superman movies, or just at least the first 
Superman movie, Man of Steel. The same writers, Christopher Nolan, his brother Jonathan, and Zack Snyder, the director, are bringing this to life. Now, they haven't said if this links to a new future DC franchise of something like the Avengers, where they'll introduce more DC characters and have... Well, that's the thing. I I don't know if they want to... See, I don't know if I like that, if they want to incorporate the other Batman series into this Batman series with... Well, I'm just going to say it. They think... The rumor is Joseph Gordon-Levin's going to be Batman in the new movie. He'll play Batman from that series, the old series. And I don't know if I'd like that because that series of Batman is very grounded on realism. There's not... Nolan series, you mean? Right. Yes, it, it, could, it could happen, like you but, could think. But that's the thing. I mean, all of a sudden, is this very realistic thing going to all of a sudden, okay, now there's Superman, and then there's Wonder Woman, and there's Flash, and where the fuck were they when <laughs> Bane took over the city? Right, and these Seriously? guys... Seriously? Well, if you... If you read a lot of Well... That, well in a lot of the uh, in series, DC's, uh, in DC's defense, Batman has his own city. Superman has Metropolis. Wonder Woman has, but her. Superman doesn't stay in Metropolis. If someone's going to launch a b- nuclear bomb in a city and just kill everybody, and it's Superman's been there for like, no, six that's months, out of my jurisdiction. I'm not Superman's going to be like, ah, oh, it's not my problem. <laughs> bye bye, <laughs> San Francisco. But you you don't know that that Batman didn't have any interactions with Superman when all this was happening. Did you watch the movie, Jimmy? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> it was pretty. Batman was pretty preoccupied. He wasn't on the phone. Listen. I'll tell you. Okay, listen, buddy. Clark, listen. No. Clark, this fucking hey, Joker Skype, guy. Buddy. He, he's such Let's a, dial up Superman on Skype. A, he's just, it's he's not, such a dick. He just killed my girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, you... <gasps> I'm so pretty. It's, it's, I'm just saying that there's so much downtime. There's like months in between parts of that movie. Where there's years in between the, exactly. dark night and the Dark Knight Rises, but I'm pretty sure he didn't call Clark Kent and say, yeah, I never I'm said he it up called for a him. while. <laughs> Maybe there, you should take a shot at this. See, that might be a thing, right? There are interactions between all the superheroes at different moments, know. especially I mean, through the comics. I'm not talking about just as, the as movie. Much, as much as I'd like to see some of the old characters play the same ones we know, I, I just don't think it's realistic. No, I think they I, should I keep it separate. They, they need to, I mean, at least keep Batman separate. I'd like it if they put Henry Cavill into this movie as Superman, as he looks, he looks like definitive awesome. Superman. Just and, on the know, two posters, because you've I mean, seen already it. there's going to be some kind of mythical. There's aliens. All right, done. You can have <laughs> magic now. <laughs> I mean, there's no utility belt. It's on all explained. Flash puts on his PF flyers, runs around a little bit. PF flyers. <laughs> pumps his shoes up with his little ball. <laughs> pumps air into it. You get, the guy pumps. Pl- you get the guy yep. who plays the Green Arrow to be Green Arrow in this, which is actually a really, really good show. I do. Oh, that, that would be. Uh, yeah. That would not be cool. I don't, I don't think they'd do that. But uh, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, we discussed this in Batcast also, where hopefully that they do get somebody else to play Batman. It's a completely separate story. I think story. they will, and they have to reimagine Batman. I mean, it, it's not going to be the same, because Marvel, I think, did it perfectly by introducing all the characters in their own separate movies. So there's not there's not a lot of character development that they have to do in Avengers. All that's been laid already. All that groundwork is there. They just need to integrate them into interacting with each other. Yeah. And that's the problem I think they're going to have with the Justice League because they're just going to, boom, here's Justice League. Now go. It would have worked better money. in the 90s with the 90s Batman. You could have bought Superman back. You could have bought some of those properties back and done nope. this. I don't agree. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that that Batman series was Sorry, more George Clooney. Was not George Clooney, but I'm saying like if Michael Keaton Val was Kilmer. more. Val you both looked at me. Sorry, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was more likely to have a Justice League feel to it where that could have made sense. I just want to see a new Riddler. That's all I want. Oh, I was not so, Jim Carrey. 
He was Jim good. Carrey was good. See, I do like Jim Carrey. But I want Dark Knight. Or, um, Johnny Depp was the original idea I think they had for the Riddler. No, because no. he'll play Jack Sparrow, and I don't want that. Yeah, no, he's going to be that character. And I don't. He's going to be that character until he dies. That Jack Sparrow character. Well, who were you thinking? Like more? I don't know. There's unknown actor. Like they kind of went with Tom Hardy for Bane. And Maybe. Bane. I mean, he wasn't so unknown at the time, but he wasn't as ha- big of a household name as he is now. Maybe even Ed Norton, depending well, on. Well, I mean, where are they going to do? They're not going to make another Batman movie. They're, that series is done. No, mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been nice to see at least the Penguin and the Riddler make their way into that series. But I understand I think, they couldn't make. I them. think they wanted to avoid that because those are two. I think they're going to have to wait and see what happens with the Justice League. I think their trial is going to be the Justice League movie. They're going to start with that and see if they can branch single movies off of that movie. I wish they would just do a live adaptation of Justice League Doom, the animated movie. Perfect. That's all you need. Vandal Savage, the the fight for the uh, Legion of Doom... And then that Justice League and that Batman, no matter who the actors are. See, it can't I, I be the Avengers, though. Think, it can't look like the Avengers. It I has think to be personally that, I mean, as much as I'd like to see the Legion of Doom in the Justice League movie, I, I personally think that I think it would be a more compelling story if it was like Apocalypse with Darkseid. Oh, the planet. Okay. The, like everything yes. revolved around Apocalypse, the planet Apocalypse mm-hmm. and uh, Darkseid. That was an animated movie, too. Right, yeah. Uh. With Supergirl. Yes. That was good. Yes. But they, uh, I think it would be more compelling that way. I mean, you'd be able to introduce more villains with the Legion of Doom, but I don't know if you should because, personally, I like to see a lot of character development, not only between the heroes, but I like to see a lot of character development with the villains. I don't like just to see the villain at the very end of the movie. Yeah, I want to see yeah, interaction you have to, the entire You have to learn time. to hate these people. I, I want to learn to hate them. Like, I want to see that character kill off a, one of the one of the a civilization. League. Or a whole like uh, somebody compelling to the story. Like Loki was a dick. Like here's Lois Lane. Boom! Dark side just blew her head up. <laughs> now no. I feel like I want to kill him. Yeah, the Joker, perfect example. Kills Rachel right then yep. and there. Now it's right. personal. Right, make things personal, and that, a lot of movies miss that. And like I, I they just want to throw as much as I you. like the Iron Man movies, their character development with the villains is poor. Yeah, Whiplash was very, very underwhelming. Extremely it poor. started strong, and then they just kind of forgot about him until the end. Until of the, the very end, like the last, and the fight between him is he shot a, a whip out, and he died. That's it. He didn't actually fight anybody. I mean, Obadiah Sane in the first one. He was a good, was a gradual build up. But the actual villain was the was the robot. Him in the robot, and I mean the the hatred between Tony Stark and the Obadiah was was tense, and it was fun. But there was no real. He didn't do anything besides complain until the very end when he complained and he tried to fight him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I want to see pretty poor character development. character development. I mean, Avengers did it really well. Loki was through it the entire movie. He he started the, the movie. He had this huge fight in the begin middle of the movie, three quarters of the way through the movie, at the end of the movie. I mean, the very very ending fight was kind of underwhelming, but it was hilarious. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of lo- lost respect for all of his power when when the Hulk like, just smashed him around. Because he's the Hulk. Yeah, but still, he is I mean, pure anger. That was the that had me cheering. Yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> as, as much as you was roaring, as much as you can, laughter. as much as you cheer for that, I mean, Loki is supposed to be a god, a god, well, he and, a demigod. He and Thor had a decent fight, right? But I mean, nothing like. I mean, I'm hoping that you know. Thor comes out and tries to do that to Thanos, and Thanos just rips the shit out of Hulk. I mean, that would just be great. Yeah. Okay, there goes starts Hulk flying fun- through the continent. Yeah, he starts using the Infinity Gauntlet, and now the Hulk's on a different planet. I mean, I, I like the direction of these series. I like the direction that they're going. 
because they're integrating characters that we've had, that we've grown up with, that we've seen in comics, that we've always wished, dreamed about, that we could see in this big action movie in real life. And it's actually coming. It's actually happening. You know, we're seeing legacies are respected, right? And then, and I really, really am happy the way the direction of most everything is going. I mean, we'll see what happens with DC and Star Wars and Star Wars. But I, I, I'm confident Star Wars will be fine. I'm confident that the Marvel series will be fine because Disney's shown that they can make a good product. They can show that they can develop a series correctly, and I think that's where that's where it's going to happen. I think that's what's going to be good about this. So I think we've had a lot of fun tonight talking and just reminiscing about what can happen and what's going to happen. And I'm I'm actually really, really excited about everything that's going to happen. And uh, until we see another saga happening, another transformation of another series. Or the eventual outcome of what just happened. The next trilogy of Transformers movies anyway. Yeah, let's talk about that. No, no, anyway. No, come on, we got time. This (laughs) is Andrew. Until next time, everybody. This is Corey. This is Metal Jimmy. This is Andrew. This is Jack. May the Force be with you, and this has been the only podcast that matters. (laughs) 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 (laughs)